When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Just a reminder that Diet Starts Tomorrow is a podcast for entertainment purposes only. It is not a medical podcast and does not constitute medical advice. Always seek the advice of a physician or a health professional. Betches Media presents Diet Starts Tomorrow. But I stand behind my decision to avoid salad and other disgusting things. With hosts Remy Casimir. I'll have what she's having. And Emily Lubin. Remember, choose like you have a secret. We're here to amuse your boosh. Hello and welcome to Diet Starts Tomorrow. I'm Emily. And I'm Remy. And today we're talking about something we've been talking about since the beginning of this, saying that we wanted to do an episode about it, which is shedding for the wedding. We'll discuss that with two fabulous guests. We have Amanda Pargament, a certified health coach who works very closely with brides, as well as hilarious comedian and wedding efficient Sharon Paul, who recently got married as well. Welcome, you guys. Thanks for having Thank us. You. Happy to be here. We're so excited. We're so excited to have you. Um, help us break down what is definitely a complex topic, definitely, but something that so many brides have to think about. Yeah, definitely. A lot of people deal with this, and there's a lot going on and a lot of pressure, so we'll break it all down. Mm-hmm. Yes. Before we get into all of this, Emily and I were talking about we have both been plagued over the fact tortured that we were remiss in discussing one Barbie in our Barbie and body image episode. And I think about it in this episode, too, because what do you think of when you think of like weddings and moms is I was 100 pounds at my wedding. Right. And (laughs) (laughs) why is it that all our moms were 100 pounds at their wedding? I don't know. And I don't like it. But it made me think about this Barbie that we forgot to mention, who was sleepover Barbie, who came with a scale that was set at 110 pounds and a book, a diet book. And all the diet book said was, don't eat. Yeah. And that Barbie was recalled. We mentioned a couple other Barbies in that episode that were recalled and and for very good reason. Mm. But the fact that it it was even made in the first place is pretty shocking to me. Yeah. Um, We also forgot to mention, like there should be muscular Barbies, all that stuff. We didn't mention that Ruth Handler is Jewish and like how weird to make a Barbie with... Like a Aryan features. Yeah. But anyway, all of that stuff aside, there's a lot of pressure, I feel, out there in the world. You and I have both said this, that we've been like, like me specifically, I'm like, I've never even wanted to have a wedding because I don't want to do the losing weight that's required for a wedding. Right. And I mean, now our eyes have been open to be like, you don't need to lose weight for your wedding. But there is real pressure there. And I feel it even when I go to other people's weddings, Mm -hmm. because- at least like the past 10 weddings that I've been to, it's like the brides 
you can tell that they've been starving themselves for quite a long time. And I will hear people go up to them and say, you just look so gorgeous. Mm -hmm. You just look so beautiful. And I put myself in their position and think, oh, if I was getting that much positive reinforcement for losing weight for my wedding day, I might never stop. And that's where I think it can get really tricky. Mm -hmm. And you can kind of lose sight of the fact that this is about love and it's about a union. It's not about what your body looks like, but then it kind of like becomes about that. Amanda, I'm wondering, I know that you work a lot with brides and you you are a health coach, but why do you think so many brides come to you before their wedding day? I think a lot of brides want to lose weight and they do it in a very restrictive way. And I don't believe that you need to look a certain way for your wedding. I want my brides to look and feel their best and that is the goal. Mm -hmm. And most of the time it's by eating more whole foods, more nutrients, and that's what I really focus on. Like, do you wanna have more energy? Do you want to have better sleep? Do you want to have better skin? Do you want to have less heartburn? Like all of that stuff is my main goal, which is why my brides come and see me. Mm -hmm. And I really focus on what you what you kind of said about not wanting to like look not like yourself for your wedding. So I tell my brides like I remind them, you're, let your friends do what they want. Like you're happy, you're on a great course, you're gonna look and feel your best for your wedding and beyond. Mm -hmm. It's not about looking a certain way for that wedding day. Don't lose sight of why you're getting married. So I think because I side with them and I don't do anything restrictive is why they come see me. Yeah, and Sharon, you are a wedding efficient. Yes. You became one before your own wedding. Why did you do that? Like what was the incentive? Actually, well, I have been a Jill of all trades for a long time and, mm -hmm. and re recently realized it's because I have ADHD. So I just, <laughs> anything that's interesting to me, I'm going to like, I'm like, Oh, I'm going to do that. I'm going to monetize I'm, this. I'm going to monetize this <laughs> and it's going to be a good time. Cause when I got ordained to marry people, it was on a whim. I just happened to do it. And then maybe like a year later, a friend asked me to marry her and her husband. Mm -hmm. So it was just handy that I could legally do that. Yeah. Wait, you did it on a whim. Like you just wanted yeah. to, to have that. That's yeah. so funny. So then you already had the, um, what do you call it? Certification. certification. I, yeah, I was ordained. I had the certification. I was registered with the city of New York. I, I, I was just like, yeah, sure, I'll, I'll do that. And it was just, it was convenient. And I had married a couple of other couples, but during the pandemic, I started doing it again because people were having what we're referring to now as mini monies. Mm. People are having yeah. very, very tiny weddings, and people are just like, I just need somebody to marry me and sign this paperwork. And I'm like, I'm happy to do that. That's how I started doing it. Also, yeah. I, like I said, I started doing it during the pandemic. I got engaged in 2021, mm -hmm. and I decided, you know what? I'm going to go hard. I should make a lot of money marrying people so I can save for my own wedding. Yeah. So that's why smart. I started going hard and yeah. marrying a lot more couples. So smart. I feel like more comedians should do that because that mm -hmm. would be like a simple way for them to make money and witness and get some, a little attention. Get a little attention, <laughs> but also like witness some happy moments because yeah, so many absolutely. comedians are s stuck in their sads. Right. I feel like it's, <laughs> it is a great thing for, because I, I do know a couple of comedians who are also um, ordained to marry people. And it's funny there were two comedians at my wedding where I was just like, if something goes wrong, you are my backup. And yeah. then three weeks later, I went to a comedian's wedding and he he had a, another comedy friend marry him. And he said to me, you were my backup. If things went wrong. <laughs> You're my understudy. Just, it's good to know. Like I think there were like four or five people who technically could have married me at my wedding. Amazing. If things had gone off the rails. Wow. What, um, did any of your experience being an officiant inform what you wanted at your own wedding? 100%. I wrote my wedding ceremony. 
Oh. I wrote my entire book because I had a friend who had also gotten ordained. She, We were her first wedding. And I was like, don't worry about anything. You can do this. I'm going to write the whole ceremony. You basically have to show up, be cute, and read. Mm-hmm. That's all you need to yeah, do. Follow mm-hmm. the script. Yeah. And did you feel pressure prior to your wedding to lose weight or to look a certain way on your wedding day? Um, my intention was to lose weight, but I was very purposeful with how I operated. I got engaged March of 21. I bought my dress April of 21, but my wedding wasn't until October of 22. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, this terrifies me. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, I went in with the mind frame of I want a dress that I love, but if I don't lose a single pound between now and then, which is like 18 months later, I'll be fine. Mm-hmm. I don't want to starve myself to get into anything. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get something and being like, it'll look good then. I just have to lose X amount of pounds. Yeah. So what I ended up doing was buying a dress that I loved that was not restrictive, but I found very gorgeous. But in the end, I did end up shedding for the wedding. I visited a, a dietitian and you know spoke with her about things I could do to feel my best, so to speak. And I don't think I overdid anything, but I did end up losing 39 pounds Mm -hmm. in like the year, year and a half leading up to my wedding. And what was funny is that I went to my final fitting and she handed me my dress to put on in the dressing room and I pulled it down and I was struggling to get it over my hips for a second. And I'm like, well, I know I lost weight. I didn't know the number at that time, but Mm -hmm. I knew I lost weight. So it felt weird that I couldn't get it over my hips. And then she came into the dressing room. The designer came into the dressing room and she goes, how did you do that? Zipped. It was fully zipped up <laughs> no. to the top. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. All right, fine. Oh, I'm, my I'm, God. I'm good, I guess. Oh, we've all had that happen with like a shirt. Like I've had that happen with shirts that I didn't know zippers were in it. And I'm like, what? This fit a month ago. What mm-hmm. happened? And then I realized <laughs> that it's still zipped. I recently tried to put two legs into what turned out to be one romper leg. <laughs> and I was oh like, my "Oh gosh. my god!" Like I know I'm a little heavier than I normally am, but like this is insane. And this feels like <laughs> my legs didn't double in yeah. size this yeah. week. But you were saying that you ended up losing weight, but you went in to feel better about yourself, and you have a similar thing with your clients, right? Where you've said if somebody comes to you specifically for shedding for the wedding, you're like, "No." Yeah, I want to make sure that if they want to lose weight, that is it is sustainable, that mm. you want to look and feel a certain way for the rest of your life. So if you're coming to be two weeks before your wedding, that's not going to work. Right. So mm-hmm. a common question I get asked is, when should I start seeing you if, an, if I'm a bride? And I say, when you make the decision that you want to look and feel your best and feel amazing and energized every single day, because it's not about shredding for the wedding. It's about longevity, being energized and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yes. I don't know if you did this intentionally, but you just said shredding for the wedding, which she, I she did. Okay. So <laughs> I, I think because the original term was shedding for the wedding, but now I've heard different versions of it. Shredding, like I'm going to the gym, I'm getting ripped or mm-hmm. um, there's another one sweating, like sweating for yeah, the wedding. Yeah. Um, and I think like it's it's people are trying to rebrand it. But really, it, when it comes down to it, we're talking about the same thing. It's yeah, like, right. how can I change my body composition? for this day. But the reality is that day is supposed to represent like this couple is becoming one Mm -hmm. and hopefully will stay that way for the rest of their lives. It's like marking a new chapter in your life. So I often wonder, is that part of it? Is it like symbolic in a way? Like if I am the best I've ever looked on my wedding day, then that's going to set the tone for the rest of my life. 
the thing is your significant other loves you no matter what comparing you how you looked before you got engaged i really think it's just that the pressure of like all eyes on you is why people want to look and feel a certain way. I think it's also the pressure of you subconsciously maybe want to be able to say the thing that your mom said to you about how small she was Mm. at her wedding. But then like when I think about it in terms of changing your body to be different, like subconsciously, if you're, if you're not maintaining that and you change afterwards, like isn't looking back on that photo, like kind of a trigger because it's like, I don't actually look like that anymore. It's like, I yeah, I did this for a role. Yep. Right, yeah, I, I've i had that thought too, because, um, well, w- with my sister, she did shred for her wedding. And in her wedding picture, she is so, 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 so tiny. And she is still a tiny person, but she's had two kids. Her body has changed. And she has expressed that to me, like looking back on those pictures, it's mm-hmm. a little bit weird. Like it causes a little bit of dysmorphia in a way of being like, well, that I worked so hard for that, but now I have this life and I have these children and I care so much more about that. But at the time, that's all I cared about. How long has she been married? 11 years. Okay. I mean, she's literally in a different stage of life. Her body was going to do different things regardless. Totally. Mm -hmm. That's fascinating to me because also like you're talking about I, I like what you mentioned. It's like getting into a certain shape or a certain set of habits yep. health-wise going into marriage and this is setting a new mm. new standard for your life. I feel like that is something that both my husband and I did together. Yeah. I love when it's together. I hate when it's just like the bride needs mm-hmm. to like look perfect. And I'm like, what about this schmuck? <laughs> I see men. Good, oh, good. Yes, yeah. she does. All ages. That's awesome. I joked that he accidentally bought his wedding outfit like a bride because he he wears kilts. And he wore a kilt for our wedding. It was a very formal getup, but he accidentally ordered his custom kilt about an inch too small. So I was Ooh. like, "Well, you have work to do, sir." <laughs> I'm like, "I got my dress out." Fine. He, no, no, it was, no, it it was get like a little very custom revealing. <laughs> we don't alter the kilt to fit you. We alter you to fit the, fit the kilt. And we really did, but it like it kind of like tricked him to get back into his old habits because he's been a runner and he's been a runner since I've met him and long before and he had kind of just stopped running for a while and it was like okay well this is the thing that'll get you back into old habits and Mm. then like and then since we've been married we've you know tried to go to the gym together so it it did kickstart us taking on new habits that is no better life what you were saying though about old habits like you both had your old habits then you got into a relationship you get so cozy comfy 100 percent, right like everybody gets so lazy and we eat together and we're having the best times Mm -hmm. and stuff and like that is wonderful but it is interesting that it's like we we both had these different lifestyles before so then like let's embark on a new chapter together again. Yeah. And I kind of feel weird sometimes when like my boyfriend will come to me and he'll be like, I want to get like more in shape or whatever. And because we do this, I'm like, why? You're beautiful. You know? <laughs> I but at the same no time, what. I'm like, he could stand to get his like lung capacity up. You know, yeah. we both could stand to get a little stronger. Absolutely. And we both were athletes before the relationship and now we're a little lay arounds. Right. It's right. funny because like you said, you get comfortable in a relationship, you, you know, they, the term fat and happy. It's just, mm-hmm. you know, you're together, you're eating, you're just being celebratory. You might let certain things fall to the side just because you're so in it. Yeah. And when I met my husband, we were both literally at the fittest we'd ever been in our entire lives. He was training for a Spartan race. 
I was trying out CrossFit at the time. Oh my okay. God. <laughs> we were literally at like our fittest in life when we met. You guys would cheers with boulders. Right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's what we did on our first date. Oh, so um, romantic. But then, you know, again, lockdown happened. Yeah. Like shortly after we had just moved in together. And I, I gained 40 pounds during lockdown. Mm-hmm. So basically, my shedding for the wedding was getting rid of my COVID weight. That's, all, mm-hmm. that's what that ended brides. up being. A lot of brides are stuck at home, working from home, grabbing all the snacks in their pantry. And, and that's definitely a big struggle. Yeah. Warmer weather is finally back. After so many cold months, it's nice to get outside and soak up the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring spring flowers and sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I suffer from seasonal allergies. I just had them hit the other day. I couldn't breathe through my nose at all. And I popped a Claritin and it was like night and day. I'm a huge fan of Claritin. I use it on the regular and it always helps when we're making that transition from winter to spring, which is when my allergies flare up. Mainly it's my sinuses that get so clogged and the Claritin just clears it right up. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients and just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy throat and nose, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live your life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Have you ever had a client that came to you saying, I'm trying to lose some weight before my wedding and it just doesn't happen? Like they're, maybe they're, they're taking all your advice or um, they're really consciously trying to form healthy habits, but that weight loss never comes. It typically happens with older females that I see that sometimes I can't help them for a specific reason. Um, Maybe they need to get their blood checked, get their thyroid checked. And that's usually what happens like as a next step. Got it. Got it. Yeah, because if you have a chronic disease or some kind of genetic disease, then nothing you do is going to. Or if you're just at like the weight that you're the supposed that you to should be, be at. Right. Well, this is another thing. And we were kind of talking about this before the mics were on. It's one thing to to think, oh, I'm going to use this wedding, vacation, 
big move, whatever prom. it might be. Prom. I used to see it with prom. I worked in an evening gown store mm. almost exclusively with prom girls and you would see the same thing. It's one thing to say, I'm going to use this as kind of my motivation, this thing in the distance that's going to inspire me to lose some weight. But we also live in a society where we are encouraged to be sinewy skinny for these events. And like you said, all eyes are going to be on you. You have to look the best you've ever looked. And for a lot of people, that is synonymous with being very, very thin. That's what they think. And that, yeah, that's what they mm -hmm. think. But that's not natural for them. That's not something that their genetics will allow. So it's not attainable. It's not attainable. Right. So no yep. matter what you do, you might already be at the healthy weight for you. Yeah. And social media does play a huge part in this. Like you have your wedding events as well. You have your bridal shower and your bachelorette and you're looking at your friends and other people you don't even know on social media and you're seeing them look a certain way and then you want to look a certain way. So then they'll come to me and we'll talk through it. And again, I say like, this is working for you. You have to tune out the noise. Like that is the most important thing. Tune out the noise from your friends, your family, from social media, and you have to focus on you and what you want. And that should be to live a long, healthy, fulfilled life and not just look a certain way for mm -hmm. that one day or mm -hmm. maybe those three days if it's your bachelor at your bridal shower and your wedding. <laughs> That's what but I yeah, love yeah. is like, oh, we're, we're embarking on a healthy lifestyle because we found someone that we want to live for a long time yeah. with. Let's get old. Let's and get be healthy. very healthy the whole time. Yeah. yeah. But you were saying that sometimes you'll have couples come to you together. How yeah. does that usually go? Yeah. So I, I've only had couples come to me if they're they have a wedding coming up. It's just like a fun, like mm. pre-wedding thing to do. It's like kind of, I'm Jewish. So it's like seeing a rabbi. Okay. Also seeing a health coach. Like, <laughs> but, but oftentimes, I mean, everyone is really different. I, I often say it's bio-individuality, the belief that everyone has like unique needs, whether it's mm -hmm. for food or different um, sustainable lifestyle changes. So sometimes doesn't work when they see me because they're on a different schedule or they just like have different requirements when they can't always mm -hmm. talk about the same thing. I mean, they usually are making the same meals, like maybe the fiance is preparing the lunch for him or things like that. So we can talk about that. But it's usually best if um, couples are. Yeah, exactly. That's how it goes in my house. Yeah, <laughs> I cannot cook. <laughs> yes, you got yes. you got some every plate. Yes. You might be able to cook. I've, soon. I'm yeah. learning. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's usually best. I find that if couples are separate to really have that like one on one coaching, and then yeah. they have accountability for each other. They can talk about it like offline without me there. Yeah, and they have me for accountability, but they also have each other. Right. So they'll come to you together, and then you're like, eh, it's probably better to have like sessions alone. Yeah, because we'll start like we're off. working on different things. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they do have ultimately like the same why and the same goal, but they have smaller goals that aren't always the same or their fitness goals are the same. And we talk through that too. Or one is sleeping really well or one hates their job. So that's affecting how they're eating. Mm. That is very, very real. That is so mm. real. Like quite often when you just feel the worst you've ever felt, it's like, well, what's going on in your life that you hate? Exactly. Like, for yeah. me, that's been true. It's really, I come at nutrition from a holistic standpoint. So I call it primary food, which is the food that's not on your plate, mm -hmm. which is your movement, your career, your self-care, um, your sleep. All of that impacts your secondary food, which is the actual food on your plate. So if you're out to dinner and you have like seven, eight pieces of bread and you're not really feeling well, is it because you didn't eat enough during the day or did you get in a fight with your significant other? And that's mm. why you were sitting there eating the bread. Mm -hmm. True. Because there's also an emotional component. Exactly. That you might not realize the mind body 
connection. Exactly. So to speak. Yeah, your intuition is off because your intuition is focused elsewhere. Yeah. Do you have fitness education? I'm wondering because if you see men, I know that a lot of men want to get like swole for certain things. <laughs> so <laughs> I I would love my NASM certification. I would love to get certified, but I don't. What I do is I, I more talk about like a sustainable workout plan for them. So like how can we carve out time in your calendar? I call it time blocking. So making an appointment with yourself from 8 a.m. to 8.30 a.m. on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, or whatever that may be for your schedule. Um, I'll send them YouTube free YouTube links or I'll find a trainer for them. But most of the time, it just means eating more food. More whole foods will actually help them reach their goals. So more protein, more complex carbs, healthy fats, and fiber, vegetables. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I imagine part of that is avoiding processed foods. It's definitely less processed foods. I always say the term crowding out, which means more whole foods, which then ultimately you have less processed foods. So like if you're eating like 10 bags of chips for a snack, if you want to do that, totally fine. Like you can do that, but grab a handful of chips, uh, some hummus and some veggies. That way you're getting full and satiated and not having the 10 bags of chips. What I think about too with weddings is how stressful it all is, how much planning, how much money, like every decision you're making, you're like, was that correct? You know, like, and I can't imagine doing this while so hungry. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, like you feel so depleted already. Like, how is your brain functioning to make these decisions if you're not nourishing yourself enough? Yeah. Well, I always get asked the question, like, what do I do differently the week of my wedding or the month of my wedding? And the answer is nothing different. Mm-hmm. Don't do anything different. Or you hear these stories of people fainting yeah. at their wedding. Oh, like, yeah. Do you want that to be you? Yeah. Um, so eat the same. If you are allergic to something or sensitive to something, okay, stay away from that. If you know <laughs> yeah. something's bloating you, then don't have it at the rehearsal dinner. If you don't um, vibe with alcohol, like it keeps you up at night. Like me, I don't, mm-hmm. I do like alcohol, but I don't sleep well. Then mm-hmm. I'm staying away from that two weeks before my wedding. Yeah. But I mean, I ate like a few bagels a day at my wedding because I knew that wasn't going to blow me and it made me feel good. And I literally 20 minutes before the wedding had a bagel and I felt great. Nice. And Sharon, you were saying that you, you slipped into your dress while it was still fully zipped. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> what, what do you do after that? Are there alterations that there need were to be alterations? Made? Okay. I lucked out because I I got my dress on sale, and the alterations were included in the price that I paid for my dress. Is that, nice. is that typical? It's not okay at all. Alterations can cost as much as a dress. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've I've literally altered things that cost more than the item itself. Yeah, yeah. So that was included. <laughs> I mean, it was not a cheap dress, but the fact that alterations were included, and then also she made me a gorgeous veil for free. I love her. Like, oh, that's great! Oh my gosh, she's your fairy godmother. Wait, give her a shout out. Adrian Braun in New Jersey. Yeah, she is an amazing person, and go- her designs are gorgeous. So people should check her out. Amazing. Nice. Yeah, no, I, I think about that all the time because there's a lot of stuff where like you'll you'll buy a pair of jeans even, and then two months later they don't fit or yeah, whatever. And like, these are like investment pieces. This that is are an investment. To last. Pe- How stressful is this? So like. What is the recommendation, like, do we think from two people who have been married? They always say you can always take it in. So mm-hmm. it's like start off 
at a bigger size yeah. and then yeah. they'll take it in. And there is so much pressure on that first fitting. You're like, I haven't seen the dress in a year. I'm so excited. I actually hated my dress when I saw it at my first fitting. Really? No. I, I love the actual dress, but I just didn't feel that confident. Yeah. So I looked in the mirror and I'm like, you know what? On the day of my wedding, I'm going to look great and feel great with my hair and my makeup and everything is going to be perfectly. Mm. Because at that first fitting, it also didn't fit exactly right. Like I just didn't feel the vibe. And then the second one, they had to take it in in the boob area. And I'm like, my boobs look too pointed in that dress. So <laughs> it's just like, it will get there. And you just kind of have to trust the process. And these designers do know what they're doing. And I ended up loving my dress. But mm -hmm. uh, a lot of my clients do have a fear um, going into those fittings. Terrifying. Yeah. It's a really uncomfortable feeling to, um, I've never been married, but I've had dresses fitted before and just like having them poke and prod you and I, I actually remember for my prom like I said I worked at an evening gown store and I got the my prom dress from that same evening gown store my mom worked there too and this seamstress was taking it in and I asked the seamstress do I have good proportions mm. <laughs> so this is like you at like 17 or 18 yes okay. I was 17 and I was like just tell me I have good proportions <laughs> Like oh I cared God. what the seamstress yeah. thought, which is crazy because wow. it's like this is just her job to make yeah. it fit the way it's supposed to fit. But I think like you can feel really self-conscious in that environment because people are like, you know, pinching you and poking you. It's very and, intimate. Yeah, it's totally. so intimate. Yeah. You're also stripping down in front of them, like getting naked in front of them and stuff, which can be uncomfortable. Yeah, I also mm -hmm. think it's important to go dress shopping with who you feel comfortable with and yeah. set mm -hmm. expectations beforehand. Like I went with my mom, my mother-in-law and my grandma and I said to them, do not give any comments unless I do. When I nice. say I like it or I don't like it, then you can comment based on me. You guys are just here for moral yes. support and yes. that's what I need from you guys. This episode is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but can't always find the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for this season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They also have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. And you always have the option to buy what you love. I love Newly. I've rented so many cute things from there, and I've even made a few purchases from there. And they're always spot on. They have so many brands that I honestly could never afford in real life. So it's great to be able to rent them. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code DST20. Just go to newly, that's N-U-U-L-Y dot com and enter the code DST20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com, newly with two U's with code DST20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well... 
Good thing Instacart shoppers are just as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They're milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Have you guys ever seen uh, Say Yes to the Dress? Obsessed. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was obsessed. It's such a good show. But the families that come in with the scoreboards are always the ones that give me so much anxiety. Yeah. Like, yeah. how would it feel to be standing there whether you love it or you hate it, you can't even form your own opinion because people are there like, yes, thumbs up, thumbs down. You're like, who do I listen to? I always, when I watch that show, would be like, yeah, no more than two people. At it's it's like shopping with anybody, yeah. though, because the other day I went to go shopping. I saw this little top. I said to my boyfriend, I was like, the top is so cute. And he was like, ugh. And I was like, don't yuck my yuck. You know nothing. No, I was like, okay, yeah, maybe, like for a second, maybe he knows more than me about the tops (laughs) and whatever. And I slept on it and I could not stop thinking about this top. And I woke up, I went out, I went and bought it or whatever. And he goes, oh man, you were right. Of course. You you knew. You know what? Instinctually, you knew. Yeah. That's so funny. And but watching Say Yes to Dress, you're like, yeah, don't take people who are going to make yep. commentary exactly. that is going to take you out of the experience. Uh, yeah, I was I I took some of my bridesmaids, and the thing is, I didn't even have to like give them the speech of don't do. They, these are my friends who have known me. Most of these women have known me over 20 years. Mm-hmm. They know me. Mm-hmm. They know how to talk to me. <laughs> like we all know how to yeah. handle each other. I didn't expect anything out of character, out of bounds from any of them. And they were very supportive. And again, if something didn't look good, and I already knew that it didn't look good, mm-hmm. they would support me and like, yeah, you're right. That does not look good. Yeah. Um, we keep it very real with each other. And also, I invited my mother. My mother currently lives out of state. And she thanked me for the invitation. And she said... I'm not going to come because I don't want to ruin the experience for you. So kind. That oh is the most God. self-aware thing anyone yes. has ever said to me. Yeah. Because my mother knows two things. One, her default face is a frown. Hell Just yeah. like by default. <gasps> yes. Like beyond resting bitch face, her <laughs> default face is a frown. Angry. <laughs> and also she and I have very different tastes in literally every mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. So she knew that like, her presence might be a negative. Oh yes. my God. So Pour one out her for Her presence Sharon's is mom. not a present. No, her presence is not <laughs> a present. That her is, absence is a present. That's like, that's really big of her. Yeah, yeah huge. Absolutely. most moms like, just want to be a part of everything no and matter what. And they think what. it's like their final say and like, I get to tell her what to wear. You know, I get to dress again, her like my, a little dolly. My mother, she, you know, all the kudos to her because she was v- like very excited for me to get married mm-hmm. and for the wedding and everything. But she was completely hands off. She gifted me a portion of my dress. Like she paid for a good chunk of my dress. And outside of that, like she had no opinion on anything unless I specifically asked she didn't tell me oh you have to invite this person you have to do that she i never got the i was 100 pounds on my wedding day because well one she was not i come from <laughs> large stock of women okay mm-hmm. none, none of us were 100 pounds on our wedding yeah, day i'll yeah. tell you that much but she was just yeah it was a it was she was very cool about everything um she and my bridesmaids threw my shower the shower was her domain outside of that she let me be free was she great at raising you with body image stuff as well I feel like that is very much a mixed bag. Okay. 
I wouldn't necessarily call my mother an almond mom or anything, uh-huh. but like I feel like she always ate less than everyone else. But she's also someone who I can relate to that. Her weight has fluctuated her entire life mm-hmm. as well. Um, but like both of my parents were, were tall, large people. Um, and like I'm tall, but I'm still shorter than the both of them. And like my mom was always on some diet or another, like I, whether it be like the Mayo Clinic diet or we did Weight Watchers together when I was like, I think in my early 20s. Mm-hmm. Classic. Yeah, exactly. Yep. <laughs> like, you know, when I was a little kid, there was like Slim Fast in the house and all that stuff. And then, you know, and again, as a millennial, like when we were teenagers, like the 100 calorie packs mm, were yes. everything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Never fill you up. Those <laughs> disgusting little non cookies. Like, yeah. <laughs> by the end of the day, you're like, I've eaten 12 100 yeah. calorie packs, mm, but I air. <laughs> so I, it, it's possible that maybe she wasn't always modeling like the best behavior, but it was because right. she wasn't always comfortable being the size she was. Right. And I don't think she ever said anything negative to me about my body. Mm-hmm. So I thankfully I didn't have to deal with that from her. But also, again, she was bringing her own hangups and so you know yeah parents model period mm-hmm. you know you, you pick up on certain things and whether they want to it. or not yeah, yeah like yeah. You, you can't avoid it unless you go out of your way to educate yourself but like you said in the 90s that's just like that was the water we were swimming in right I uh, yeah would, i would say like 95 percent of my clients have to deal with a mom or a dad mm-hmm. making comments to them especially the year or two years before their wedding like after they get engaged mm-hmm. and we deal with how to confront them and how to say things to them like yeah so a a big one is like I'll give the example like if you're at a buffet I say crowd out like pack a ton of food on your plate like Mm -hmm. a ton of protein a ton of veggies some healthy fats and then you know the carbs that you want to have and enjoy it eat slow then you'll get a comment from a parent saying you have so much food on your plate Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. and you just sit there and you smile and say thank you and that's that's how to cope with it and I think every situation is very different it's case by case like how the parent is but you say thank you you smile and then you could text me and we could talk about it on Mm -hmm. the side but you know that it's working for you and you have to block out all the noise and everyone else I mean I had people coming up to me saying they were losing weight for my wedding and then I think wait why why aren't I losing weight it's my wedding (gasps) yeah (laughs) like they wanted to look their best at your wedding exactly exactly for the production though I'm guilty of that I've been like oh this wedding is happening then I need to get snatched for this wedding but like to be fair it's just like this is family that hasn't seen me in 20 years. Like I, I, I feel like I feel that way more so for other people's weddings than I felt for right. my own. That's right. so interesting. But now that you said that, I kind of understand it. Like I actually feel more pressure to look presentable for my own family mm-hmm. than I do for other people. Because, and I don't know if that's universal or not, but it's like, it's because they, for years and years they've like cared so much about mm-hmm. the way that and I like, look. Why? And- you know, you're not the one supposed to marry me. Really. <laughs> right, right. You know, honestly, speaking like the way family talks to you and treats you, like I have an elderly relative who always had just comments for mm-hmm. me as a kid, and I like actively was just like, well, she is very much not invited to my wedding. I don't yeah. want to hear Good. her opinions or her commentary on anything like when I was a little kid she legit like used to call me butterball and I'm like no thank you ma'am that's rude and uncalled for yeah it is rude it's a little bit cute though well you are right but I'm like she always had like and even like the tone was not yeah the tone was not cute and I've heard recent commentary from her as well it's just like she has not shaken that nasty attitude on your side yeah the older older generations are very set in their ways Mm -hmm. and you you can't really argue with them 
That's why you have to just right. smile. Yeah. <laughs> right. It doesn't matter what you say. But the thing yeah. that you said, if they say, oh, that's a lot of food on your plate, just say thank you. That is the ultimate power move. Mm-hmm. But it is so hard to restrain yourself sometimes in that moment. You have to bite your tongue. And it is really hard. And that's why, like, use me or someone you trust as a resource to, like, go to after and vent about it. Because you don't want to, like, say something to them because you're not going to get your way. Yeah. Right? have a person for that exactly as well. that's great I think I like part of me is too passive aggressive and my natural reaction to that would have been like you're very observant <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's good too <laughs> I mean that's not bad yeah. that's not bad I mean I like it's kind of the equivalent to me of if you're driving and somebody on the road gives you the middle finger people always say just give them a thumbs up and a big smile but me, I want to roll down the window and shout at them. Like, I want to get really aggressive, but that's not going to make me feel better. Cut them off. Make yep. them get out of their car and talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> so um, Nicole Pellegrino, who works here, has a great list of things that she wished she had done at her wedding or things that you shouldn't miss out on at your wedding. And one of the number one things is, like, don't miss out on the food at your wedding because you are choosing some of the best food that you like or whatever. And then a lot of these brides show up and, like, They've been crash dieting or even the grooms as well. You know, like both of these people are coming in with disordered habits and they're not able to fully enjoy their day mentally, but also like miss the food. Yeah, a lot of them don't eat like and a lot of them are too stressed to eat the day of, too. Yeah, we didn't enjoy our dinner. Well, to be fair, we ate during the cocktail hour. We were just Mm. it was just the two of us upstairs in the bridal suite enjoying the cocktail hour. So we had all of that food, which was actually I stacked the cocktail hour heavy with what I like to eat because I knew nice. I had the opportunity yeah. to sit and eat during that time. Ah. And then when it was time for dinner, I had literally one bite of my food before, and then never saw my plate again. Mm. Yeah. And then they take it away exactly. without asking. And mm-hmm. you're like, where did my plate go? It's the worst. <laughs> yeah. You're like in tears. Um, <laughs> did you notice it though? Or were you running on adrenaline and like you didn't really know? I was running on adrenaline. And then at the end of the night, I was like, I had one bite of mm-hmm. my dinner. Yeah. I would have enjoyed more than that because my husband was upset because he had the same experience because there was a certain dish where like we paid extra for it because he was so insistent. He was like, this is better than a regular one. Let's get the premium version of this mm-hmm. dish. And I mean, everybody else enjoyed it. So awesome. I'm glad my guests enjoyed, but yeah. we didn't get to enjoy. Maybe the raccoons in the back <laughs> had a wonderful steak. I hope they did. Yeah, everybody <laughs> ate. I hope so too, because I also I do think about the food waste too. I feel like so. I mean, I've been to a lot of weddings, and maybe fifty percent of the time I eat the food. So much food, but I'm glad you had cocktail hour food because that was another thing of Nicole's, where she was like, "Don't miss your cocktail hour." No, I refused. I like I said, I I stacked it heavy. I put like all of my favorite things during the cocktail hour. Yeah, I had. food during my cocktail hour too but my bustle actually broke so I was like <laughs> occupied fixing that and dealing with that did you have a bridesmaid to feed you while they I, were working on it that? was my husband in the room and I was like popping sushi but <laughs> oh the <laughs> best yeah yeah that's oh. kind of what I was focusing on when but, a cocktail hour has sushi that's I really go nuts yeah me too that's, that's my favorite part about it too yeah. that and like a seafood bar if there's like a that's what we bar. did although often at Jewish weddings you don't see that famous. yeah no, I um, oh, I definitely we eat it. <laughs> True, <laughs> <laughs> I definitely didn't eat like at the actual wedding, but afterwards I had Domino's. So I nice, I okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. But any regrets of missing your food? Well, no, because we tried everything at the uh, tasting. Mm. Like um, it was literally a month before, so mm-hmm. I was able to have everything, and then. I, I had other issues. I was actually sick the week of my wedding and I didn't have a voice the day of my wedding. My vows were like extremely cracked. Oh, oh my God. People were saying it sounded hot, but I was like 
This is a I, problem. You always say that. Sexy fun voice. <laughs> yeah. So I was more occupied with that than like anything else. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I was spoon feeding myself honey. Oh my god! I'm yeah. so sorry. We're, did, you didn't have COVID, did you? I didn't. Okay. I, didn't. I, I actually threw a super spreader. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, it wasn't like COVID. If, imagine if you had to wear a mask on your wedding day. You know like, what I mean? A whole no. hazmat suit over your wedding dress. Yeah, <laughs> a lace mask. <laughs> no, I, I felt good. It was just I had no voice. Right. Okay. Okay. That happens to me like four times a year. Like I just seasonally I lose my voice. Just yeah. having too good of a time. It's because you're using it too much. That's true. I just sit, sit down and shut up. Shut fuck up. I think that's also another part of it too. Like the week of your wedding, everyone is so nervous. Like, should I eat anything differently? It's like, no, you shouldn't do anything different. Other things can happen in your life, like getting sick. And I'm, I'm not saying this mm-hmm. to scare anyone, but it's like the food doesn't matter at all. Like, yeah. Um. Well, I I have one friend who tried to go on a cleanse the week before her wedding. Ooh, it was like a very extreme like powder in water, like very restrictive cleanse. And she's like, no, this, this is great. Like but her attitude the whole time, I'm telling you by day five, she felt so terrible. She was like, I can't, th- like my brain doesn't work. I can't do this anymore because my brain needs to be functioning yeah. Yeah. the days leading up to the wedding. You it's need really stressful. to function as a human. Exactly. But like, you need but- your brain to be able to tell you if it's time to run away. Exactly. <laughs> no, literally. Put your sneakers on under your cap and fucking run. No, I'm just kidding. Let's pull Julia Roberts. Yeah. Oh, best movie, Runaway Bride. So good. So yeah. good. <laughs> I, I can see the um, the cover, the yes. VHS cover in my head. She's lacing, lacing up the up. sneakers with her wedding dress on. The That's best. me on my wedding day. I did wear sneakers under my wedding did day. Did you? I did, yeah. And I, I loved, loved when Man Repeller did that. I feel like she was the first person I ever saw to do like a yeah. sneaker at a wedding. Maybe besides like Bella Swan at prom, but like. <laughs> um, sure. Yeah, no, I, I, I love sneakers at a wedding because. Well, I'm going to be comfortable. You're- I'm going to be comfortable. Like I had, um, they're like, they were white, fully bedazzled sneakers. Gorge. They were on Me theme. Too. Yeah. But I'm just like, I'm going to be standing and dancing all night. There's no reason yeah. for me not to be comfortable. Yeah. Totally agree. I wore sneakers as well. Change into them. I Good forgot enough. to put on socks though, so definitely wear socks. Oh, my bridesmaids had to buy me socks the <laughs> night before because I don't own white socks. I like exclusively wear black socks and I had somebody go to Target and get me like little white ankle socks. They were, they, oh, they were a good crew. Mm-hmm. Oh, the best. You, you got to have a good crew. And you have to be able to twirl oh, without yeah. being oh, like, oh, I'm yeah. going to break my ankle. Totally. Right. I did a lot of twirling. I'm now less <laughs> I did a lot of from jumping. my wedding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches, and honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. 
Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way, because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash betches. Emily brought up Say Yes to the Dress. I was thinking about, there was a reality show called Shedding for the Wedding. Yeah, I never saw this. It was a reality competition series that followed nine overweight, in quotes, couples as they attempted to lose weight and win a dream wedding. The show premiered on Wednesday, February 23rd, 2011, right after the season premiere of America's Next Top Model. Also Uh, problematic. just, Just back to back. Do you want to be on top? then you're going to have to lose a shit ton of weight. Mm -hmm. The amount of people who worked on this show, like the list of celebrities is actually wild. And I would be very curious if any of them still back doing this show, because I feel like the premise of the show is, oh, you want a really wonderful wedding? Look the part. Was this a Canadian production? Mm, It was CW, but so it might have been... Produced in Canada, but it aired here. Okay, because I um leading up to my wedding, um, I don't know if you guys like watch stuff on Pluto TV. They have very niche channels on it. Mm. I've dabbled. Okay, there's a wedding <laughs> channel on Pluto TV. Okay. So like I would just watch it all day, mm-hmm. every day leading up to my wedding. And there were a couple of shows like that. I don't know if it was actually shedding for the wedding, but mm-hmm. there were shows that were that were very obviously Canadian productions of like people being shamed um, leading up to their wedding. It was just like, oh, well, if you want to fit into that dress, then you better do this and da 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 But then there were also a couple of other like reality shows back in that time. Did you guys ever see the show Bridal Plasty? No. Um, no? Now, oh this God. is the best worst show to ever exist oh in the history God. of everything. Yeah. And this was another show I watched during lockdown because I, I watched it when it came on originally, but like I rewatched it. Um, it was hosted by Shanna Mokler. Of uh, course. Yes. Um, and it was, I think, maybe 10 brides, brides-to-be. And they were all living in a house. It was a reality competition show. They're living in a house they're, together? They're living in a house Toxic. together. Oh, Terry, uh, Terry Dubrow, Dr. Terry Dubrow, world-renowned <laughs> okay. plastic surgeon, yes. was uh-huh. also on the show. From Botched, The Swan, yes. Real Housewives of Yeah, he, He's a about very that. busy man. Yeah. Um, oh and God. so... The way the premise of this show, these brides are all living in a house and they have these little competitions and whoever wins these competitions <laughs> wins a procedure of their choice. Oh, my and God. There's like, you know, there's a bunch of little games like every day. So they're just racking up all these procedures. And some of them are like getting these procedures like in real time. And then they get to stay in the recovery suite. Oh my and God! Wait, so it's not—it's not just one procedure at the end of it. It's no. for every challenge that you win yes, as you go. As you so messed go. up, and then so. But the thing is, you, people are getting eliminated from the house as they like—they're getting voted out by the other brides. They lose a the competition. People can get voted out, and then when it comes down to it, the person that wins in the end basically gets 
everything on her wish list <gasps> and a dream wedding. Oh, and her fiance gets a new what? Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. What if they're like, who are you? Don't oh, you want to look like you? <laughs> also, one of the contestants was a former contestant on The Biggest Loser. So she went from of The course. Biggest Loser yeah, to Bridal Plasty. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. So do you remember the person who won? I don't know how many seasons you watched. It was just one season of this show. Okay, It, it got I, canceled that very quickly. That is not shocking. Yeah. <laughs> that they didn't renew it. But how, like, what did she get done? Uh, I think she got like veneers. She got lipo. She might've gotten her boobs done. Like she, she got Facial quite a stuff too? Or? I like, I don't know if she just maybe got fillers and stuff in her face, but she she got a lot done. Wow. And how does watching stuff like that make you feel? Oh, I'm just fascinated. You're this just is like fascinated. an anthropological okay. study okay. to me. Yeah. yeah. I, I just say that about wildly. reality. I'm like, it's anthropology. Yeah, that's how I felt about the Jersey Shore. That's <laughs> yeah. how I felt about rhinoplasty. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Totally. And it, it was just so fat. I was like, this is real life. Like people, well, yeah. real life. People are, do- <laughs> people are doing this. And it was just so, so crazy to me. But admittedly entertaining like because honestly I was into the swan as well and I realized how wildly problematic these shows were but it just blew my mind it was also a show called buff brides but were you into the swan at the time because you were excited to see people get quote-unquote improved or you just liked the I'm fascinated by the literal process the process yeah yeah because I remember liking the swan being like thank god <laughs> you know, like at, at the time, being that like, sort of thing, being like, "Yeah, I need to be fixed. Everyone needs to be fixed. Like, this mm. is a good idea, right?" And like now some I'm people like, no. viewed it. Some people definitely viewed it as aspirational. Like, oh, I would love to just go on a show and like yeah. get whatever I quote need yeah. done to mm-hmm. me, and yeah. that's why it's so toxic. Why these brides think that they have to look a certain way because of these shows and these slogans, these yeah. restrictive slogans that are making you think you have to shred for the wedding. That's the only one that's coming to mind right now, but I'm sure there's others out there. Um, But we need like better slogans out there that are more motivating. Like I I even tell my clients like rip the bandaid off all the time, which Mm. is just a slogan like to get out of bed, like rip the bandaid off, like motivational, Mm -hmm. like start your day um, working out or moving your body, whatever it is. And we need more inspirational, motivational quotes instead of these like shred for the wedding, these restrictive slogans. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, but it's interesting because I did, I was with somebody who used to, under the guise of, I just want you to get healthy so that we have a long, long life together. And I'm like, okay. no, I know what you're really saying. You want my body to look a certain type of way because I know how you are in other facets of our lives. Wow. I know mm-hmm. things that you've said, you know, so to, but to really recategorize it that way, like what we were saying before of like this jump start into starting a healthy life together into like yep. us moving together, like you're going to have a dance at your wedding, right? Don't you want to? Be able to boogie? Oh, God. Yeah. I, I'm not going to do that. Really? You're not going <laughs> to do that? You don't have to. This whole, like, the, the I, well, first okay, dance. The, <laughs> you look so stressed. Just I think about I'm it. stressed just thinking about it. I'm not engaged or anything. I, it's it's <laughs> like the whole, it's like, not a problem. The whole, like, <laughs> wedding culture thing and, like, these rituals that it seems like everybody does, a lot of them do stress me out. Like, this idea that I'm going to do a waltz in front of a hundred of my family and friends. Like, I don't want them to see that. Yeah. I, I don't want to see video of that. Like, it's awkward. You also don't have to. Or you yeah. do I know. one that I starts know. as a waltz and then turns into a freestyle. So you see so edgy. 
Guys, I hate when the groom freestyles. No offense if either of your husbands did that. My husband's a better dancer than me, so like it's fine. Oh, okay. mine is did he, he had like not. actual moves. I, I just hate when the groom does like the little butt shake, like when they put the spotlight oh, yeah, on. Yeah. I'm like, let's not do that. I don't, there's something about it. There's something about a lot of these traditions that make me cringe I didn't, I didn't know the butt shake was a tradition and <laughs> now i'm gonna look shake. for that more at weddings <laughs> I mean, that's a tradition like it's it's what our ancestors you stomp have the glass done. you shake your ass <laughs> <laughs> that is it and that is our new that's, slogan yes i like that <laughs> but you were saying you re you wrote your whole wedding yes you know? I did. like you can also write the whole ceremony or like decide or hire what me to happen. do it yes it can be an a la carte thing you don't have to do everything like a lot of people yeah. don't have bridal parties even anymore mm-hmm. oh yeah that's yeah. another thing i don't want but yeah. then i'm like but then once i cross all these things off i'm like do i even want a wedding <laughs> you that's, know maybe yeah. not yeah, maybe you just want the paperwork um to be fair like i specialize in elopements a lot of people oh. don't feel like being bothered with a whole to do it's just like hey we want to get married um my friend is gonna come they'll witness it or even not i literally my husband i've like i've enlisted him to work with me like i married a couple who didn't even have a witness i was like all right my husband can be your witness mm-hmm. oh like, okay. so it's like oh now 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 this is a family business yeah <laughs> i think of weddings sometimes as like yes it's a beautiful occasion but it feels like such a production that i'm like this is a massive photo shoot like what we're really all doing yeah. is preparing for a big photo shoot we all have our costumes we all got hair and makeup done or whatever mm-hmm. and what i've said if i ever want to get married i'm like i want to have the photo shoot and then i want to have a party where everyone's in sweats yeah Go for it. so it they can actually fun. like just like do it yeah get down if you feel like it's going to be too much for you, then you know that. Then don't do it yeah, or make yeah. it your own. But if you have like parents or grandparents chirping in your ear, that's when like things get really right, tricky. Right. This but is all very- you, know, you know what I've also seen a lot of and I want to know if this happened to either of you. People will start off saying, I want something really small and intimate. And then before you know it, there's 300 people that you've realized that you need to invite or like or like Vogue sends you a dress and then like the wedding takes on a life of its own. Wait, no, it's Vivian Westwood. Vivian Westwood. You have to wear it. You just just change the wedding at the library. And then you put a whole bird's nest in your hair and you call it a day. And he doesn't show up. And then he doesn't show up. And then then a few years later, he's having a heart attack and you let him die. On a bike. On an exercise bike. He was asking for it. It really was. No. <laughs> I, I definitely had a big wedding. I had a 250 person wedding at okay. a country club on Long Island. But I will say, like, I didn't really care about, like, the nitty gritty details. I just let my mom handle everything. I cared oh, about, like, my dress and my friends. And that that was really it. I let my mom handle everything. And I just focused on what I wanted to focus on. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like We're that. juxtaposing. Mom yeah. not involved at all. Or barely at all. Yeah. Mom involved in every single detail. Yeah, my mom like is not a party planner, but she basically was a party planner. Yeah. That's so, oh, that would take the pressure off so much. Oh, yeah. I think a, a planner, if if you want to go that route. Also, because again, both my husband and I have ADHD. So the executive dysfunction is wild. So we're like, we're hiring a planner and we'll tell her what we want and we will let her manage everything. So that helped wildly. But it's just like, we got what we wanted, but we had someone to you know, be hands-on about it. You know what I used to think about? And this might be very childish. In fact, I know it is. I don't think this way anymore. But I used to be like, okay, so you get to your wedding. You're the hottest you've ever looked. You have this gorgeous fucking dress. And then, like, everybody thinks you're hot and you can't even hook up with them because you're already with this guy. (laughs) 
Yeah. Depends on what's in your vows. Exactly. (laughs) Very true. But also it's like, yeah, why does everybody need to be like this like ideal of like what's attractive to everybody else at the wedding when like your person has already picked you? They love you no matter what. They love they you love, already. Yeah. They love yeah. you no matter the size you are. So it it shouldn't matter. You should, if you want to look a certain way, it should be for you and only you, not your significant other, not your parents. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I just thought of? Because we were talking about potential slogans. And I know you said that, you know, men will come to you as well. But I think in general, it's more so the brides that are so concerned about the wedding day and looking perfect and everything being perfect. At least that is the trope. So I think- Patriarchy. Be as, mm. I think the new the new slogan for me at least is be as unbothered as a groom. I love that. I like that you know? a lot. And that's how we will proceed is like, I'm unbothered. I'm not worried about, you know, this being perfect or the table setting being absolutely flawless. Like it is going to be what it is. Mm-hmm. And that also applies to, to my body. Like it is going to be what it is. And I'm going to have an amazing day regardless. Yeah. And I, I think, again, there's more pressure for the bride because of like the bachelorette. You have a bridal shower, which the guy doesn't have. Right. Um, you're posting on Instagram, which what a guy doesn't do. So that's why the brides <laughs> get in their head. Yes. Yeah. And also, I think it's just feeding into um, the competition that has been mm-hmm. like forced upon us. Yeah. That mm-hmm. girls are competitive with each other mm-hmm. and, and it keeps us from it keeps us from running the world, if we're being honest. <laughs> we're too like, busy putting on productions. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. What do you want people to walk away with if you could pick one thing? Somebody who's maybe a little stressed out about the big day or not looking perfect. I would say you need to focus on your why. Like, what do you want in life? How do you want to feel? And not for that one day, in the long term. Mm-hmm. And you can go on vacation you can go out to dinner. You can drink alcohol if that's what you want to do and still reach your health and wellness goals. That's part one. And then I would say part two is block out the noise. Like you're going to hear things from your friends at all angles. Oh my God, you're eating carbs and your wedding's next month? Mm. Yes, I'm eating carbs. I'm eating healthy, complex carbs that fuel my body. So listen to your body and do what's best for you and tune out the noise. Yeah. yeah. And remember that none of those people are experts and you shouldn't even be listening to them to begin <laughs> with, you know. Exactly. And what about you, Sharon? I mean, I fully agree with absolutely everything you just said. I feel like you should do what is comfortable for you. Don't lose your mind trying to fit what you think the ideal bride should be. Mhm. Be comfortable on your wedding day. Be happy on your wedding day. I mean, if you decide like we mentioned earlier, I'm going to jumpstart a healthier life for the long run, then sure. If you're going to use your wedding as that jumping off point, go for it. But don't don't just go bonkers for this one day and end up like your sister who it her wedding photo is almost triggering to mm-hmm, her. Mm-hmm. You want to be happy about that day for the rest of your life. Don't let it be a sad marker mm-hmm. down the line. You just want to look because if you're hungry... You're not going to look be happy in your wedding yeah, photos. And this is a very true. expensive photo shoot. Yeah. And, uh, just to add one more thing. Don't get on another fad diet. There are so many fad diets out there. Don't do it. You won't be happy and you will gain the weight back. And 
there is so many other ways to look and feel your best. So I would just steer clear of those diets. And I have been there before I became a health coach. Mm -hmm. I was fluctuating for years. I had tried so many different diets. Like you had said, uh, Weight Watchers. I actually gained weight on Weight Watchers. I did it for like two weeks and they said I could eat bagels and pizza every day. So I did. And I Mm -hmm. wasn't used to that. So don't do the fad diets. Listen to your body. And it's just one day. Mm-hmm. And oh, you guys mm-hmm. try to think of some slogans because shedding for the wedding is not doing anything for all of our mentality. You know, at the end yeah. of the day, it's just telling you that you're not good enough right now. And it's like, yes, you are. Right. You just you, are. You Somebody are. picked you. You we were before they picked you. And like. Totally. And I, and I think in the process of shedding weight for the wedding, you might also be shedding part of yourself. Mm. Mm-hmm. So think about that. You know what I'm thinking about? You're talking about the person already chose, you know, it makes me think of the Incredibles Mm -hmm. and the scene with Frozone and his wife. And he's asking for his super suit and he goes, it's for the greater good. And she's like, the greater good. I'm the greatest good you will ever get. (laughs) So keep that in mind as a bride. You were the greatest good he will ever get. Yes, You were great on your own, no matter what you do for this one day. Yes. You guys are great. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you guys. This was so much fun. This was a blast. You guys, that's it for today's episode. If you have any ideas for slogans, send them in. Be sure to send your questions to dsdatbatches.com to get them answered. And follow us at Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram. Yes, and if you like this episode, please write us a review. And don't forget to check out our DST merch at shop.betches.com. Rate, review, and subscribe to the show. And of course, follow me at Lubination. And follow me at Remy Casimir. Amanda, where can they find you? Health by Amanda Robin. Amazing. Sharon, where can they find you? Oh, on Instagram, I'm Sharonica NYC. And if you're interested in booking a wedding, you can go to wedbysharon.com or book me through the agency. Eloping is fun. Amazing. You guys, remember, we're always with you through thick and thin. Diet Starts Tomorrow is produced by Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales-Pico, and Aliza Zinn. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Aliza Zinn. Guest booking by Ali Friedlander. Be sure to follow Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And send us your emails to dst at betches.com or your voicemails to 212-287-5650. Betches.